Mostly clear skies with a few scattered high clouds out there. Today's going to be mostly sunny and slightly warmer with highs in the low 70s. Good morning from the KRCB Sonoma County Newsroom. I'm Mark Prell with your first news for Thursday, March 31st, 2022. Negotiations between teachers and administrators at Gravenstein Union School District in Sebastopol are headed for a state fact-finding hearing. According to Superintendent Dave Rose, a fact-finding team is being assembled, after which a date for the hearing will be set. The Gravenstein Union Teachers Association approved a vote to strike with 98% of members voting yes. The district says it has countered with an offer that would make Gravenstein teachers among the highest paid in the country. Well, with a focus on equity, candidates for Sonoma County's second and fourth district supervisor seats will gather for a virtual debate this evening. The debate was originally scheduled as an in-person event, but organizers had to transition to a virtual format prompted by unforeseen circumstances, according to a social media post. Fourth district incumbent James Gore and challenger Richard Andy Springer will be attending, as will second district incumbent David Rabbit and his two challengers, Blake Hooper and Kevin Hyenga. The Sonoma County Latino Leadership Organization, Los Cien, is hosting this now virtual debate. Organizers say the five candidates will face questions on countywide issues like racial and social justice and housing. Sonoma County's 4th District spans much of northeastern Sonoma County, including Hillsburg, Windsor, and parts of northern Santa Rosa. The 2nd District includes Petaluma, part of Roanoke Park, and rural areas in South County. The debate will run from 6.30 to 7.45 p.m. You can register at loscien.org. That's L-O-S-C-I-E-N dot O-R-G. Unsavory and allegedly destructive late-night behavior has trustees of the Sebastopol Union School District pondering construction of an 8-foot-high fence around the Brookhaven School Campus, a middle school on Valentine Avenue. A letter distributed to local residents described a, quote, significant problem at school campuses. The letter, dated spring 2022, outlines instances of fires, theft, parties, encampments, fireworks, dog waste, looting, skateboarding, trespassing, and tagging, primarily at Brookhaven. The school adjoins a public park with no separation. The trustees note they are committed to allowing community use of the school facilities after hours, but that vandalism has made areas unsafe and has racked up maintenance costs. The board says it is considering erecting an eight-foot perimeter fence at Brookhaven to enclose the campus. Well, Santa Rosa is in the final stages of its redistricting process. The city council chose a new map Tuesday and heads for final approval on April 12th. KRCB's Noah Abrams has more. The new map, called version A2, preserves the current boundaries of districts 1, 6, and 7, which cover parts of Roseland and Coffee Park and the neighborhoods west of Stony Point Road. According to the city, Map A2 shifts about 3,000 residents among districts to meet state requirements. Chris Chafee is with Redistricting Partners, a consultancy hired to help with the redistricting process in both Santa Rosa and Petaluma. He says because of uneven population growth throughout Santa Rosa, the original proposed map needed to be reworked. District 2 grew faster than the rest of the city and is currently at 7.7%. Whereas District 4 did not grow as fast as the rest of the city, it's underpopulated by almost 13%. In Map A2, the Bennett Valley District shrank, and the district around the Santa Rosa Junior College and areas of Fountain Grove was expanded. Chafee says Map A2 still respects recognizable boundaries. All of these lines, we, we try to use major thoroughfares and your neighborhood lines to create as few um, splits as possible. This round of redistricting is a first for Santa Rosa, which only switched to district elections starting in 2018. For Vice Mayor Eddie Alvarez, allowing residents to develop some familiarity with the districts is most important. 
He says Map A2 does that. Most importantly, with district elections being something new for the city of Santa Rosa, I believe it's important that we let our residents not be confused by moving the lines, so to speak. With unanimous approval by the city council, the new districts will go into effect this November. That's when the city council seats for districts 2, 3, 4, and 6 are voted on in the 2022 general election. Noah Abrams, KRCB, Sonoma County News. California Governor Gavin Newsom is leaving it up to local water agencies to decide whether mandatory rationing is necessary at this point in the drought. Experts who track water conservation say they are concerned at the trends they've seen so far this year as Californians actually increased water use in January compared to the year before. Dr. Sonali Abraham is a research associate at the Pacific Institute, a California-based nonprofit that focuses on water conservation. She says the exceptionally dry start to the year should be a wake-up call for people to get serious about conserving. Easiest thing, change out your lawns. It is the number one thing that I would suggest people do. We know from vast amounts of research, both at Pacific Institute and just generally studies across the state, that that's where most of the water use is happening. Abraham studies urban water systems, where she says residential customers use the most, but commercial customers probably have the largest potential for cutting back. Well, this summer, San Francisco will host the largest display of the AIDS Memorial Quilt in a decade. That's what organizers have announced from the Quilt's warehouse in San Leandro. The Quilt's 3,000 hand-stitched panels will be on display for the thousands expected on Robin Williams Meadow and in the National AIDS Memorial Grove in June. It will be a free event marking the quilt's 35th anniversary. The quilt now contains more than five ton, uh, 50, The quilt now contains more than 54 tons of fabric and has over 50,000 individual panels and over 110,000 names memorialized on it, including more than 100 new panels that have never before been seen. The Ace Memorial quilt will be on display both June 11th and 12th in Golden Gate Park. Looking at your full forecast, some scattered high clouds this morning. We'll have a mostly sunny afternoon. Look for highs in the low to mid-70s. Tonight stays mostly clear with lows in the 40s. Sunny again tomorrow with more mid-70s. Clear skies Friday night. Lows will drop into the 40s. On Saturday, we climb into the upper 70s, but we drop into the low 70s on Sunday. Upper 60s on Monday, but then we bounce back to the mid-70s Tuesday. We'll see mid-80s on Wednesday. Upper 80s then as we move through the rest of next week. For today, look for upper 50s at the coast, not quite as breezy at the beaches. Elsewhere, Cloverdale, you'll be headed for a high of 73 later. Windsor and Grayton as well. Hillsburg and Forest will reach 74. Guerneville 71, Sebastopol 72. Petaluma, just 68 today. Sonoma 69 and 71 on the way for Santa Rosa. Thanks for starting your day with us. Find more local reporting at krcb.org and join us for Morning Edition and All Things Considered weekday mornings and afternoons on KRCB 104.9. From Sonoma County's NPR station, I'm Mark Prell. Have yourself a good day.